table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. Hey, what's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where you bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4460387700. That number to call in. 4460387770. There we go. Can barely hear my own self these days. Getting old, man. I'm just about to say, you said it. <laughs> I said it. I'll go ahead and say it first. It's okay. Uh, we got a lot to get into uh, for our show this evening. Somebody staying in San Francisco when it comes to NFL. Yay, yay. Debate. <laughs> Major League uh, Baseball. Somebody's making a push all of a sudden to, somebody ain't. to be uh, in playoff contention. Yeah. Yeah, somebody's not. Well, you, not, well we'll get into it. Um, Serena's last stand starts in now. two hours? Now. Well, she starts start, start at seven? Yeah. Okay. Starting I didn't know now. what time her start time was. Correct. Uh, PGA ended up right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Over the weekend, we'll discuss the implications that took place over the weekend. Nat, speaking of playoffs, NASCAR is starting theirs. Uh, At their final uh, final race that got Sunday. delayed. Correct. They finished? They finally, they finished. finally finished. finally finished. Speaking of finally finishing, we'll get to college football, too, as we also break down the independents, which include Notre Dame, the Pac-12, as well as the SEC. But with us right now on the line, we have a very special guest. We have Terry Hasselton. He is the president of Sports and Entertainment Corporation of Maryland. How are you feeling today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing good. It's a pleasure to have you on because something big is taking place this weekend in Baltimore. Please tell us what that is. So the Maryland Cycling Classic, the highest ranked professional cycling event in United States is happening on the streets of Baltimore City and Baltimore County this Sunday, September 4th. Start at 1.30, finish about 6 o'clock in the city, doing about 120 miles traversing through the county and then doing five to six circuits within the city limits and finishing right on Pratt and Market Street. It's going to be a big, big weekend of cycling and other activities that are associated with cycling throughout the city of Baltimore and the county. That's great. Uh, we talk about baseball here on our radio program now correct me if i'm wrong but don't the orioles have a game at the same time so the or so the start is out in the county okay and the way we've scheduled the race is the race is going to enter the city as the ball game is letting out and those victorious oriole fans will have a chance <laughs> to not only see that playoff contending orioles team they'll be able to come out and also witness some of the best cycling in the world right here in the streets of baltimore Oh, that, that was, that's a perfect setup at that point. It's perfect. Time. Yes. I mean, so we're not entering the city until about four. 
four o'clock or so. Um, they do about an hour and a half to hour and 45 minutes of racing in the city. So that time frame in which the baseball game concludes and the race hits the city, the conversions of two really excited, you know, fan bases will be right there on the city of Baltimore cheering on baseball, then cheering on cycling. And then we'll have a big, huge block party to celebrate, you know, the victories of Baltimore. That's awesome. What are some other events surrounding the Cycling Classic that will be taking place this week? Well, um, kicking off Thursday evening, we're doing a bike jam in Patterson Park for uh, with bike safety, um, some of the legends of the sport coming into town, you know, sharing their experiences with the kids and, and, and folks to really drive home that, you know, cycling is the connectivity amongst all generations, all genders, all races. So that kicks off on Thursday night. Then um, Friday night is the team introduction down in Harbor East, where we'll be introducing the 16 teams that will be competing on Sunday. And then on Saturday night, on Saturday morning, we have the Bridges of Hope ride, which is a charity ride up in Baltimore County, starting at Kelly Benefit Strategies up in Sparks, you know, where the where people get to actually ride the course that the pros will ride on Sunday. And then following that evening, we have a night of champions, which is bringing back some of the legends of the sport, celebrating the cycling community and getting really ready for on Sunday's big race. Wow. That's a crown pack weekend. Once again, this is yeah, Terry Hasselton, <laughs> president of yeah. Sports and Entertainment Corporation of Maryland, who's putting together an amazing event this week, the Maryland Cycling Classic. Let me ask you, how much planning? I understand this is the first annual. Hope to see many more years. Yep. What take pl- takes place in planning this event for this particular weekend? Well, it takes a lot of people coming together to, to have a belief that we can do it. That's one. It took the city, the county, and the state all coalescing together to, to create this vision that this can happen. And then we hired the right contractors and the right partners in Medal of Sports on the operational side. And then we brought King of the Mountain Sports Marketing in from the sponsorship and sales aspect of it to ensure that we had the revenues necessary in order to carry out the operational component. And then you have that collaboration with the city and the county and the state to make sure that we put on a safe and positive circuit and race course for the riders. So they have a world-class experience here in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, you mentioned earlier, this is the biggest ride in the United States. Is there yes. a chance that we can have more of these? I mean, of course, we want, you know, Maryland to, to shine. But is there a chance that we can have more of these uh, throughout the United States for years to come? That's one of our, our vision on the entire event is one anchor our event so it's the anchor component of major professional cycling racing both on the men's side and next year we're going to add a women's component and grow this thing in baltimore exponentially so that cities across the united states will want to mirror what we're doing in baltimore so that we can create some type of series of events throughout north america with baltimore always being the anchor tenant and that you know kind of that you know crowning um of a u.s champion kind of approach without having to be obviously a U.S. champion because this is a USA cycling sanctioned event, but it's not a national championship. Just answer my question, Mr. Terry. This is Asa. I was going to, my question to you was going to be just that. Like sometimes in other races and other sports, these are like qualifying times to Mm -hmm. get to a next level and things of that nature. But this race will just be for this race and that's it. No, this, this race... So this is you. This is the international governing body that has sanctioned this race. Okay. So riders are coming here to earn points and earn credentials that will elevate them in the rankings, you know, for the world championships. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So there is a competitive point, almost like NASCAR point, 
you know, um, getting system here. But right now, we are the only race in, in the U.S. right now that they can get those points. They have to go, obviously, Europe and other parts of the world in which to accumulate those points. So being the um, largest um, professional race in, in, in America in our first year, it's a huge coup. I do have one other question. So with that being said, I do know something like, like we will we'll dabble into the Tour de France and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. you'll know you'll have you'll have uh, cyclists that teams that have they'll say teams are really prepared for the mountains. There are mountain teams yeah. or you'll have, uh, you know, other teams that are better at the at the speed, um, yes. you know, mm-hmm. from one one flag to the next when they do those tallies and whatnot. What about yep. this course that will, is there anything about this course that will differentiate, um, say, from other courses internationally? Or there will be times for your second and third event to maybe add some additional, um, I don't want to use the word obstacles, but. Um, nope. So what you're, you're going to see now, right now, the international riders are comparing this race to the Amstel over in, in Europe, which means that it's a very deceptive, hilly course. Meaning that you, you're not looking ahead and seeing the Rocky Mountains, or you're not seeing, you know, the the Alps, but you're you're in this very um, valley-driven area. So there's a lot of rolling terrain, which means that it makes the totality of the course, you know, very tough to ride throughout. However, because we finish in the city, you get into a very fast circuit towards the end. So those sprinter riders are going to be able to hopefully can try to drift in um, drafts during the earlier parts of the race and really make an impact once they get into the city limits because then you get into a little bit flatter route okay. as you get down Pratt Street in those areas. Okay. okay. Now, how can people register for the the fan portion of the race? Well, the great thing about this event, it, it's, a, it's a free event to the public. Um, but if you want all the details and all the logistics of where to watch, where to you know, be in the right hotspot, you know, all those other things, go to MarylandCyclingClassic.us. Once again, that's MarylandCyclingClassic.us. And all the details, everything you'll want to know about the race is on that website from everywhere, from viewing standpoints to where the course goes to where you're going to see mountain climbs, where you're going to see flats, and where you're going to see um, the speed of the race. Okay, excellent. Once again, we have Terry Houston on the air right now with us, the president of Sports and Entertainment Corporation of Maryland. Uh, let me ask you about yourself. How did you get involved into this and into sports? Well, I've been, uh, obviously, I'm, you know, well into 25 plus years in the industry. I worked on the collegiate athletic side for uh, about a dozen years. And then I moved over to the sports commission side, oh, about 20, oh, close to 20 years ago, where I worked for both the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And then I've been in the you know, state of Maryland now going on 15 years, bringing large scale sporting events and recruiting, you know, smaller scale youth and amateur sporting events in the state of Maryland, drawing major economic impact for sports, you know, is what my responsibility is. And having an event like the Maryland Cycling Classic where people are going to come here, you know, they're going to sleep, they're going to eat, they're going to drink, they're going to have a great time here. And they're going to leave that hard earned capital here. And all that stuff is what adds up to the way we get funded in order to support these events long term. Excellent. What are a good couple of places to eat in Maryland? In Baltimore, oh, Maryland. Where the blue crabs at? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you, know, you can get. Uh, so I got to throw. Obviously, uh, at the finish line, we have Bogota Chow and Phillips, which are right on the finish line. But the Atlas Restaurant Group is a great supporter of ours. 
you know, between um, that and then obviously Jimmy Seafood is known for its world-class, you know, crab cakes and the like. So there are, you know, if you're a foodie, come to Baltimore, you will be having the best cuisine you've ever had. Um, and it measures up with anywhere else in the world. This place is a spectacular when it comes to food. But Harbor East, Little Italy, you know, the downtown corridor up, you know, you know, up, you know, um, Mount Vernon in that area. There are so many places to eat here. Um, I would be doing it injustice if I tried to name them all. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give him an alley-oop on that one so he could get the sponsors in. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He crushed it. Yeah. Did a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent job. Uh, are you a Ravens fan? I am a Ravens fan. I am also the vice president of the Maryland Stadium Authority, and right. we oversee Oriole Park at Camden Yards and M&T Bank Stadium in the 85-acre sport, um, Camden Yards Sport Entertainment Complex. All right, real quick, we're going to let you be a fan for a second. What is it going to okay. take to get Lamar to get his contract together? Oh, that's way out of my nah. life. Uh, yeah, that, that's Steve. That's Steve Bishotti and um, you know, and Sashi Brown. That's that's in there. That's the in there. Really I'm just them. some guy who just hopes he gets signed. <laughs> right. Okay. I got to ask before you have the commanders make an offer to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, obviously they currently play in Maryland. We're hoping to keep him in Maryland. You know, you know, down the road as Spanners, but you know, love M&T Bank Stadium. It's a it's a very special place tonight. Um, if you ever get a chance to watch a game there, it's going to be pretty special. And I have to do a shout out. You mentioned it earlier on. You know, you know, the Fighting Irish and Notre Dame come to MNT Bank Stadium on November twelfth mm. this year. Oh, that's going to be a good one there. Yeah. Uh, are you involved in providing um, support for those events and bringing those events in as well? We we do help um, support those events. Okay. The big soccer match you saw this summer. That was our office was supportive and behind that event. Um, you, when we bring the lacrosse events into the stadium, anything that's sport, you know, oriented that's outside the Ravens' home schedule, we're really usually working in, in hand in glove with the Ravens on bringing that stuff to fruition. Okay, so that means uh, CIAA, who was the first time in Baltimore this year, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, how Great did event. it go? Um, Visit Baltimore did a tremendous job. We partnered with them, and we're we're supporting factor on the CIAA, working with Al and his team right now, currently to. Um, you know, bring back the second edition of that event and, you know, elevate off the first year. As we all know, we're still coming off of COVID. Right. And so every year, you know, it's almost like we're starting from new all over again because there's so many new things that we have to add into events because of procedures that were created because of COVID. But, you know, we hope to, you know, increase the you know, visitation that happened, you know, for the CIAA last year, bring more people in, get them to witness how awesome and cool Baltimore is and making sure that everybody has a world-class experience when they come here. And we'll also be playing in a new arena by then. Oh, okay. So it'll be uh, it'll be going from the, was it the Royal Forum Arena? Now, it's Royal Farms Royal right Farms, now, and right. it will be converted over. It's called the Baltimore Arena now. Okay. And Excellent. so the Oakview Group the Oakview Group took over, over ownership, which means that they now own the naming rights and everything like that. So you'll, there'll be some transition going on. All right. Excellent. Uh, this weekend, uh, Thursday through Sunday, will be the Maryland Cycling Classic. Headed up by Terry Houselton and his group. He's the president of Sport and Entertainment Corporation of Maryland. Um, in this particular cycling event, how many miles will be covered on Sunday for the uh, professionals? So the pros are doing about 125.8 miles. Okay. Woo. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of miles. That? 
No, no, no. I don't even want to drive 125 miles sometimes. So I definitely not going to go no biking ride. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time going 125.8 feet. No, no, no. <laughs> you, oh, you, you got live footage because you didn't see him stumbling in here? You didn't see, you see Don kind of hobbling earlier? Putting his business out here in the street. I know. He's putting all my business out there now. <laughs> uh, now this this is really great, and we know a couple of people in the DMV area. Of course, um, all of our listeners in the DMV area, making sure we get a huge push to have people come out there. But here in Atlanta, there's also a race, the One Love Race, by the Metro Atlantic Metro yes. Atlantic Cycling Company. I think yep. I, hopefully Ma- I Mac said Mac Attack. Yes, and uh, the real good friends of the the president of Mac Attack had him on the show a few times, and yeah. uh, spoke to him earlier. And uh, hopefully we can get him in touch with you so that, you know, you all can, you know, coordinate yeah. things and help bring something like that down here to Atlanta and help out in Baltimore as well. Yeah. Well, we would definitely welcome that. And just so you know, Medalist Sports, who is our operating coordinator, is an Atlanta-based company. Oh, perfect. There you go. I do have one other question. Yes, um, uh, viewership, I, obviously, you got it set up for mm-hmm. the for the uh, citizens of uh, Maryland and obviously the city of yep. Baltimore, but um, TV viewership, is, uh, TV sponsorships, or uh, will yep, was it will it be so our, our production companies are, um, you know, if you want to watch it um, regionally or, and or nationally, you'll be on the CW with Fox affiliate, okay. and if you want to watch it online, you can go to Tour Tracker and or G- uh, GCN. Um, we'll be covering it, and then um, Maryland Public Television will do a recap show that Sunday night at 11 o'clock. Okay. And all that information is on MarylandCyclingClassic.us. All right, perfect. All right, before we let you go, please let us know how uh, we can register, where we can get more information, and where to tune in once again for this awesome event, the Maryland Cycling Classic. So you just said MarylandCyclingClassic.us. All of our social handles, social handles play off of that, Maryland Cycling. Maryland Cycling Classic. So any of social media, you just put in those words, you'll find us. And then you can also get on GCN, Tour Tracker, or the CW on Fox. And then if you're up really late at 11 o'clock on Sunday night, you want to see a recap of the entirety of the race, it'll be on Maryland Public Television, which covers a eight-state uh, radius in and around the Mid-Atlantic. And if you want to you know, get any other additional information about where to watch, where to see sponsors or whatever, MarylandCyclingClassic.us. All right, perfect. All right, we look forward to the race, and I uh, hope that there's good weather all week up in Maryland for you. <laughs> We're crossing our fingers, and um, we look forward to you know hearing from you in the future when we uh, give you a wrap up how awesome this was. Well, yeah. We go, we gonna do one thing for you. Yeah, you might get in trouble down here, but go Terps, go Orioles, go Ravens. <laughs> Am I missing there anybody? Go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> am I missing anybody? Uh, I guess y'all, y'all go Nationals. Y'all, y'all pull for the Nationals there. Probably not. I don't want to divide the city no more. Right. So yeah, we'll, go Terps, go Orioles, go Ravens. We yeah, got you. There you go. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, we look to hope uh, we hope to have you back in a couple of weeks then so we can hear how everything went. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. All right. Take care. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank have you a good gentlemen. night. Appreciate All right. it. Bye now. So once again, go to Maryland Cycling Classic. Uh, .us. Or go to our Twitter page. I'll put, uh, put the handle right. on there as well. And thank you once again for Terry Houston for calling in. Uh, that's a lot to 
you think about this has been in the works for quite some time to plan and hopefully you know everything goes well and that's interesting too to see that's why i was asking about the course because when you what think about Baltimore, you think about by the water mm-hmm. and you don't think about really it might be being hilly, hilly and right. things of that nature but if you're going to go 125 miles, I'm going to assume, you know, with the state of Maryland, even Virginia, but the further you go inland, the more you get kind of closer to Appalachians and things of that nature. So, um, so it's, it's really good. I, everybody's going to like the, the end of the race when you, oh, when, yeah, when it's, you. when it's, it's, shoot, it's, what I want to say, I can't say, but it's, it's all <laughs> out, all out speed right. just to get to the, uh, cause those are some of the best. Speaking of the Tour de France, when they have the um, which um, what was his name? Vindegard won this year. He won over the previous two-time champion. Now I'm drawing a blank. Starts with the P. I can't remember his name right now. Perigo. I hope I'm mispronouncing the name. But that was one of the things was that these guys are getting younger and younger. And but the the speed stages are always the speed stages are always exciting for you know the average fan to and watch. hopefully an event like this brings more eyes because let's be honest americans haven't watched cycling since lance strong lance armstrong was I mean, out yeah, of the it. postal team usa was winning C- correct because there was because we spoiled over here it was, right. <laughs> don't try to, don't don't try to clean it, it up we spoil over here we only deal with winners we, that's right. you know if nobody's winning, then, then yeah, yeah, you might yeah. watch a year after. But after yeah, that, yeah, if there's yeah. not an American well, in it, yeah. then... I mean, speaking of the Tour de France this it, year, I mean, some of this might be because of COVID. You might have thought maybe because of COVID, people might have had more eyes on it. But I think some of the some of the problem is the t- TV networks are so split up now mm. that, excuse me, Tour de France is on, I want to say, probably NBC Peacock Station. So you know if I if I don't have the app. if I don't have that then I'm I don't not have the app. I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah, I'm 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 a CBS guy or I'm a Fox guy or whatever the case may be. Whereas you know, we but talk, if there was this. an American in the race who was top three, I would download the app for thirty days for free to see what was going on. Right? See. Yeah. <laughs> then I might. Or you would go to NBC. See. Yeah. And, and, and watch it. Yeah. yeah. So. So hopefully by, um, Hasselton and his group, bringing eyes and viewership yeah. to the u.s and it's a pretty big area I it's mean, a bit right baltimore is not the a whole small DMV. city that whole dmv area that's a you know that's a large part of the eastern seaboard and so uh um you know like you said if it we know it's going to be successful but to his point if it's really successful like you know they think it's going to be then you'll have some other cities um uh mirroring it and doing it correct I mean, it would be wonderful to see it in like denver you know with its real mountains and things of that nature or uh you know you get to the west coast and you get correct you know the the backdrop of riding maybe malibu, malibu uh, highway one high, yeah yeah think you know things of that nature or whatever so there's a lot of places um here in the states where the backdrop yeah would be wonderful as people well. be surprised once again the one love is here in atlanta by mac attack and You'd be surprised the heels are. Obviously, you can speak to this in the running that you. Oh yeah, ain't nothing flat around here. <laughs> Georgia uh, might Atlanta say Cycle, time, uh, but Atlanta no. Track Club. Y'all be, y'all be telling them. Y'all be, I don't want. Y'all be fibbing on some of the <laughs> four mile flats. Right. <laughs> nothing flat about nothing it. Nothing right? flat about. <laughs> so to be to your point, um, when you see big groups of cyclists, the likelihood 
they're probably part of the Mac Attack group. Yeah. And especially if you see a big group of African American cyclists. Correct. They're part of the Mac Attack. Right. Uh, so once again, this weekend, a lot is going on in the Maryland DMV area. Go to MarylandCyclingClassic.us or uh, Twitter. Uh, Ace just put that up. So make sure you check that out and go support it so that we can start having more events like this. Those bikes ain't cheap. No, they're not. Bikes are cars. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, during COVID, uh, work gave everybody... Uh, some money to go spend on some type of health equipment or whatever. So I finally got a bike and I went and got one. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't have got this if I didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't funded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I just would have got a bike, a but bike. not, you wouldn't not have, a you wouldn't one to fit me into, invested. Yeah, invested right. yeah, I'm about to say, it's, it's like anything else, any other equipment, whether it be a bowling ball or a baseball bat, tennis racket, those things are when you really get in. When you running, get into running the sport, shoes, right, yeah. when you get into the sport, you then have to, you know, they're fitted for you and, and how you, how you, what's the, and I know, being the best um, performer you can be. Having gone out and looked at the website, um, for the ones, for the fans who can come out, they will help you with that. Um, Actually, bikes made a resurgence. Maybe not these bikes we're talking about, but psych, the bikes during COVID, you couldn't find a bike. Like, right, you know, because everybody of, it was like, you know what, nothing else to do. Let's go for a ride. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get into some uh, PGA. This is DNA Sport Talk, Sports Talk, eleven hundred AM. Be right back. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Join me for a minute. I want you to hear something. Sports talk it is. Welcome! You're listening to the Sports Shock Show, and I'm the Sports Shock Wayne Candy. The three-point conversion sports lounge, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy. Hello, and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just down to DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we bring the facts about sports. It's Sports Roundtable. I am your humble host, H.O. 
download the Real 1100 app from your Google Play or Apple App Store today. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is that number to call in. Uh, okay. Uh, we just wrapped up talking about uh, the Maryland Cycling Classic going on this weekend. Once again, Thursday to Sunday. Go to MarylandCyclingClassic.us. Appreciate Mr. Terry Hasselton for calling in. Uh, we got a call on the line. Hello? Hey, this is Greg. What's up, G? Oh, ho, ho. G- <laughs> What's happening? El Presidente. Hey, Didn't go to proper word. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, good, man. How you guys doing? Doing good, plan. doing good. Plan. We just wrapped up talking about the Maryland Cycling Classic. Uh, this is Mr. Mac Attack himself on the phone. Once again, Greg Maston. You still the president? No, I um, gave a presidency at the first of the year. Dennis Dennis is our new president, so I'm just a uh, contributing member. Hey, is, 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 He's still the president. Is Obama still the president? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be He's doing it. He's still the president <laughs> without an hey, We both had a good run. It yeah. was about eight years. Mine was about 25. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> a still, good run. They're going to still call you the president. Right. He El Presidente. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah he they is. still do. So, um, we just wrapped up, again, talking about the Maryland Cycling Classic. Um, let everybody know what you all have. Uh, going on this weekend. Yeah, I appreciate your plug for the One Love. Um, yeah. We're putting on the One Love Century for the 18th time. Um, we're sold out. We sold out in about a month. So for folks who want to come register early next year, uh, we have folks coming from the Virgin Islands, uh, England, uh, Chicago, L.A., everywhere. We capped it at 1,700 people this year. Very nice. So um, it's going to be down there in South Fulton County, people riding anything from 27 to 100 miles. Okay. Uh, yeah, because you all break them up into different stages uh, for the rides. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about the Maryland uh, Classic uh, early on the air. Theirs is 125 miles. 125.8. I think you said it was the exact number. Have you ever um, ridden in that area before? Yeah, uh, actually, there's a big century. You know, it's like a volunteer thing, like One Love okay. uh, up in Maryland. Uh, they're called the Seagull Century, and uh, it, it's huge. So I, I've been up there and done that several times. Actually, I'm registered this year to go up in October. Oh, I should have known. I, yeah. mean, I forgot. Yeah. This is Mr. Tour de France, you know. He actually <laughs> had his, his name and face in the paper over in france he's gonna slide over to, he's gonna slide over to the cab county he's not going to uh to hartsfield airport <laughs> he does have a plane though i don't mean to he put his business out there going to, he's going to go right over here to the cab the cab charlie brown airport and, and, and take off you know I mean? like julio I, I almost almost forgot how far back we go <laughs> uh, so don you got a bike where I do. have you been riding? Uh, around the neighborhood. That's it. 
Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to keep his balance first now. You can't, you know, <laughs> baby steps. Right. <laughs> we'll we'll have to get you to expand yet. your horizons a bit. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I think um, last year we had Rashan Bahati. He was one of the first black pro cyclists. Uh, he won the Athens Twilight, which is one of the biggest criteriums in the country. And he came to One Love as our featured guest last year. Okay. And he might be racing in that Maryland Classic this year because he couldn't come because he had a big name. race to do. Yep, I saw okay. his name. So, yeah, he, he is. Uh, I'm glad that yeah. you mentioned that. Um, what will it take for, um, he mentioned that this is a um, professional, uh, it's a qualifier. What can we do to get one here in Atlanta like that? Um, sponsorship mainly, you know, cause different races over time. We had the tour to Georgia where the Lance was racing one year. Dodge sponsored it. Uh, we used to have the first union grand prix, which brought in a lot of big pros, but the sponsors come and go. And when the sponsors come and go, the races come and go. So it's just, you know, they don't seem to, uh, stay on year after year. It's kind of rare for that. Okay. But, uh, Yeah. So, so we've also, had them, and, you know, I'm sure we'll have them again. It's just, you know, whenever a sponsor or some organizer can get a sponsor to step up. Okay. So to that, we were talking earlier. So is that is that's what's needed for Americans to start watching the Tour de France and everything, is to have more professional races so you get to know some of the names and who some of the teams are? Yeah, that would help. Mainly with, with the Tour de France, those guys are in Europe. You know, some of them come here when we were doing the tour of California, and I think they just stopped that. That had a good run for about 10 years. Uh, Amgen was their main sponsor, and then when they dropped out, that was that. But that would bring European races. But mostly in America, it's kind of a criterium scene, which are shorter races, um, more spectator-friendly, really. But, uh, yeah, you got to just be a fan of European cycling, really, to, to get into all the guys who race in the tour. Or, let me pivot, can we have a race as comparable, I won't say as big as, but comparable to the Tour de France here in America that we would get excited about watching? Yes, cycling, you know, like there's three grand tours, the Tour of France, the Tour of Spain, and the Tour of Italy, and those are three weeks, and those are the only ones that are three weeks. And the other races are a week long or three days or, you know, they're one-day races called the Classics. And uh, I don't know that there's room for another Grand Tour or how you could get on the same scale as the Tour de France, Tour Italy, and Tour de France. But, you know, what you do is like we had before, some week-long races like the Tour de Georgia and Tour of California. And those get bigger, and, and the longer they last, the more prestigious they get. And, um, yeah, just, and, and really, I think American cycling, it, it's the criterion scene. It's the local races, like, like what they're doing up there in Maryland. And, um, the, uh, the, this local criteriums, the one they're doing, not Asheville, Asheville has them. I'm thinking of Athens, because that's a big one. And they race around the block for an hour, and the pros come out, the women come out, the juniors come out, and there's all different races, and it's a lot of action. So, you know, I think for American viewers, we like action and have a shorter attention span. 
Hey, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, yeah. to, to your point, if you have, I think what needs to happen, and hopefully this might trip, might uh, start off, you mentioned California. I mean, that's people on the East Coast is not going to, you know, we got the East Coast bias. Anything that happens past 9 o'clock, we ain't paying attention to <clears throat> out there. So, you know, if you have, say this here in Maryland and Baltimore does well and it comes down the coast, you know, and, and, you know, down the East Coast and maybe you you have something that goes on in Atlanta, you have something that goes on in Miami and then it makes its way out Ouch. west. So you have a five or mm-hmm. six, and at three weeks time, if you have five or six cities that are involved, then maybe then you get enough buzz, enough buzz and viewership to where people, um, you know, the outside uh your run of the mill persons will yeah. will tune in because it's something that's excuse me that's happening in the in your city. So um you know it's you're right, Asa. And, and that's really things. what they've tried to do. They have different criteriums in different cities and like when Athens is one week, the next week it might be Spartanburg, the next week it might be Raleigh and and they move up the coast. And some of them have bigger sponsors than others and are bigger, but that's that's exactly what they try to do. Yeah, and it's nothing against just, those just cities. Get a series of races. It's nothing against those cities. What I'm about to say, but nobody really checking for Spartanburg and, right, and yeah. Riley, and that. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> well, let's be honest. You, you got to have a major hub, correct? As an correct. Airport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, mean yeah. there's no knock on anybody. It's just correct, correct. you got. Yeah. If you, know. you want it to be grown nationally and internationally, you got to have the right cities as far as hubs are concerned yeah so it makes sense to go from a dmv to an atlanta to a miami mm-hmm. international yeah. new orleans yeah make your way out dallas west. Yeah. yeah and then go end yeah. up in la or yeah. something yeah. like that like i said nothing against nothing against phoenix me. we LA. all from yeah. small towns you know right. or smaller cities or whatever <laughs> but that that doesn't move the needle <laughs> so you know. yeah that's a good point and I don't know why, but they, it, I guess it's harder to pull off, you know, a racing in a big city like that. But well, yeah, I, mean, I hear you. You know, it, it's going to take a lot of, um, you know, obviously listening to the previous uh, caller. Uh, I know it's probably been going on for easily a year, but probably two years to get this event off Prepare, when you got to right. start. And because of COVID, I'm sure that got pushed back that, a little bit as well. Probably. Yeah. So, or, or, or either way, helped. the planning. Yeah, the planning. planning yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, they got to, now you got to worry about, to his point, the Major League Baseball game ending, you would have that same issue here, time of the year with the... But that's a good thing because, good. as he mentions, everybody would come out from the game and then you're right there to watch the cyclists come in and in. So that that builds Ch- in more viewership and yeah, interest, yeah, correct. Yeah. So, you know. so having it um, somehow get close to Truist Park or something yeah. to where... Yeah, we're gonna coming out, you know. Great, we're gonna get our two percent. We all gonna get our two percent. Yeah, we gotta we gotta holler at at Mayor Dre. (laughs) We gotta holler at Mayor Dre. Right. And and get with his people and and make something happen here. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, I I, yeah. I I told um, Mr. Houston that I I would get his information and pass it on to you. You know, or you know, I mean, you still El Presidente, but you know. Um, if you, yeah, that's cool. You could be a cool. ambassador. You, you, you know, ambassador, you can right? Do the Jimmy to... Carter thing now. The Jimmy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> you know to, right. you know, see about how you know you all can help each other out with, uh, with this. Um, while we yeah. got you, 
Uh, let's talk a little Tour de France. Um, tell us, like, who won and your thoughts about it. Uh, Vinegard won, who raced for Yumbo Visma, and they came there with him and Primus Rodlick as the team leaders. And the race before, Dolphine, uh, Vinegard looked better than, than Rodlick, which was kind of a new thing. So when the tour started, Rodlick had a crash, so he was out. And then the team support fell behind Vinegard. And um, one day before Rodlick came, Padrakar had a slight lead, and Rodlick and Vinegard just attacked him one, two, one, two, one, two. And he chased, 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 and he got tired. And then Vinegard put about two minutes on him at the mountain at the end of the day. And that really was the stage where the tour was won. So, so that was exciting because Padrakar was almost seen as unbeatable. And then also um, Van Art, he won the green jersey, which is the best sprinter's jersey, and he was just utterly dominating. He um, he's not someone who will win the tour, but he wins classics. He he'll win Paris Roubaix, Tour of Flanders, those type of races, and uh, the sprints at the end on the flat stages and even on the hilly, and then in the mountain stages, he was up there helping Vinegard. He he was pulling helping Vinegard when they dropped Padrakar one day. So it was just a total show for uh, Van Art. So, you know, in the tour, you have the winners, but you also have the green jersey competition and other guys, you know, being able to show out, too. That's that's kind of the beauty of it. Okay. Now, we understand in cycling, it's all about teams. Who are the top two teams right now in cycling? Yeah, Yumbo Visma. Um, you know how it used to be Sky? Correct. Now it's, it's Yumbo Visma. They, um, they have Grand Tour winners, they uh Rodlick's in the tour of Spain right now. He's in second place. But uh yeah, and then they have Van Art who wins the classics in one days. They're they're the strongest team. Um Padrakar is on UAE, United Arab Emirates, and they have like an unlimited budget, so they keep getting more people. So that's kind of the second team. And Sky is now called Ineos and uh they still have a good team. Okay. So those are the, the top teams there. Yeah. Okay. So anything with uh, United Emirates is going to be big. You ever been on one of their planes? I heard Yeah. I heard. Backseat <laughs> is first class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Okay. Hey, G, we appreciate you calling in, El Presidente. All right. I appreciate it, man. Good talking to you guys. And uh, just love the show. Hey, I'll let everybody know before you go how they can um, uh, find out about Mac Attack. Yeah, it's uh, Mac Attack, our Facebook page. We're on Facebook, um, Instagram, the website's www.macattack.com. And look up the One Love Century. We're always looking for more sponsors. Um, and this year sold out, but next year it'll be uh, even bigger. Okay. All right. Well, we hope to see you in person in a couple of weeks. All right, great. All right, talk and, to you later. And I appreciate you putting a plug in for one, love. Hey, yes, always. Sir, always. <laughs> All right, thanks. Peace. DNA! <laughs> <laughs> and again, go check check out our Twitter site. I've just put up the information okay. on the website for uh, Mac Attack. Yeah. Um, and thanking always Greg, honorary right. member. Right. <laughs> For stopping in and talking to us. Yeah, so they got a lot of stuff. Day going. one. Day one. Got a lot of stuff going on for the Labor Day weekend as well. So check out their website. Right. Um, we're going to stay here in Atlanta. We're going to go PGA uh, over the weekend. The PGA 
had the perfect script for what they needed. The top 30 players come to the Tour Championship at Eastlake Golf Course, and the winner, I was wrong, it's, it's 18 million now that the winner gets. It's 30, right? No, wasn't it, it was 10, then oh, it went to 15, it was, it's then up. 18 okay, okay. million. And how it's done is the top 30 players. So the number one player starts off at 10 under, then I think it's eight, six, four, two, then down to one, and then 30th players even par. So that's how you start your round on Thursday. And then after that, you know, you play, and then your, your score is your score at that point. But it set up Sunday perfectly. It was funny because Rory McIlroy, who eventually ended up winning, started with a triple bogey on the first hole on Thursday. And usually that kind of puts you out of it, you so to speak. Start off on the bad foot. You don't normally <laughs> That's a get, bad, bad you don't foot. Never normally get to the good foot, right? No. <laughs> Especially when the, the leader um, starts off at 10 under and he had a – 65 the first round. Huh? You had a six-shot lead? On Sunday, starting Sunday, he had a six-shot lead, which Roy was able to come back. Great to see them in the final pairing. Um, but it was it was Roy's at on, uh, what was it, 16, where he made the birdie putt. No, 15 is the par three over water. And he made that birdie putt, and then you could just tell that Roy's going to go ahead and win this one. But I think for the PGA, they they needed it to be Rory more so than anyone else. Even though, what's his name? Scheffler. You know, he had one five, five, five uh, you matches. You got to have that name. You got to okay. have that name. He's not a big enough name. No, no, he, he is this year, but yeah. it's only been this, this year, year that okay. he's had a, an amazing breakout year. And you can still – Roy won the FedEx. He won it all. He won the playoff. Is he the golf of the year? Probably. But how do you deny someone who's, to your point, won, you know, four or five times on tour and has a major as well? You know, Roy's finished – what he finished? Uh, second or top ten in the uh, U.S. Open. So he's – He's been close. Year. He's had a good year, but how do you equate that? But, you know, they'll vote and sort all that out. But here it is. No arguing that the top two players as far as name, recognition, having um, winning, having a good year, we're playing, at the, were playing at the end. And it came down literally to the last hole. You, you couldn't ask for a better script when you're trying to continue to promote the PGA Tour and make sure other players don't leave and go to live. Well, they're still leaving, though. What are y'all? Cam Smith is leaving. And I told you. Uh, uh, who else is thinking about leaving? Uh, well, we knew Cam was going to leave. He's Australian, Australian yeah. so he, he was bound to leave once he finished playing. But that I told you, that was the worst thing that could have happened is if he won this, then the best player is leaving to go to live. Yeah. But, I thought it was two other players that have decided to – to, to leave as well, Just, like two other players decided to leave, and then two players decided to stay. I think uh, what's the uh, Japanese player that won the, um, won the Masters last year or the year before, uh, or one of Hideki the only or one of He's the only Asian players staying, to win on the PGA Tour. He's staying. He's staying. Um, so 
somebody else, I think they said a Sting that's, you know, had a rookie has had a real good year Sting as well. And, I, we're no we're no farther away, no further closer to this whole live. Harold Varner the third is um expected to join Liv. He's one of the few black players on the tour. So he's You already going. know my thought process. I don't count nobody's pocket, but go get that money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so again, I think Mark Leishman, that was the other Australian who's going. Who's going. Which mean, made sense. You to know, your point, the, the guy that's leading the way is, is, is Australian. With so, the, yeah, yeah, they're going to follow Greg Norman. I mean, yeah. that's your idol. That's That'd be the same as um, someone who grew up watching, um, we'll say, Jack Nicholas, And let's say he goes and starts another course. You don't think Tiger would go over there at that point? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, He grew up wanting to be him and, yeah. you know, break his record. So, yeah. I, uh... We, like I said, we back to square one. We no further away, no 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 closer. I think the PGA is gonna have to <clears throat> pivot. You know this. How long is the off season for them? Three months. Give it to. I mean, there's. When when things, when do when do they when go it back? Really gets, when, when it really gets started. When, when they go back to a Bahamas and play, was that's the tune up for Augusta, right? No, no. Um, even even before that, you got the waste management out in Phoenix. Okay. I don't know if it's okay. still called waste management, but, but that because okay. that's always Super Bowl, and week. that's January, February, February. That's okay. always Super so, Bowl week. So season ended. So what you got? So six months before well, you really start playing real really competitive. Start, yeah. golf. So we'll see what we have. The Presidents Cup this year, which is in a couple of weeks. But you're not going to have many players, right? Because those guys, a lot of those guys, went to play with Liv. So who are you going to wind up putting on this team? That's the thing. So that's that's what I'm saying. So the PGA is still going to have to make some decisions on two folds. How are you going to kind of, are you going to maybe amend your rules to allow certain guys? I don't think they are. If, that's fine. If, if you don't, but you got to have that conversation. And then what do you do then to boast your younger generation to, to more of a forefront for your viewership to kind of, the kind of, um, Start following them, almost similar to the conversation we just having about the cycling. What do you what do, do you with do? the viewership for these names? How do you build up these names, names now that no one knows because the ones that we did know are at live? You gotta have to market them, and by marketing, you're gonna have to, which the PJ has talked about, having a few special tournaments, having some tournaments have more a bigger payout. Some of your smaller. Correct. And i.e. what the Mitsubishi that comes here to to uh to um, Sugarloaf. Uh, Sugarloaf. Correct. It could be things like that. Uh, but it, it, it's all in the marketing of it though. You you gotta put them in commercials, you gotta have them out in the forefront. But also, and we'll talk about this in NASCAR, they gotta win too. Yeah. I can't market you you're if you're not winning. Mm-hmm. I can market you um, a hole-in-one, a great shot, you know, those type of things. But you have to win or you have to be consistently top five so we can start mentioning you more and more as these are the players to watch. These are the ones that have the best chance of winning. These are the ones that are coming into this particular tournament who are hot and right on the cusp of winning and market it that way. Okay. But... Let's be honest. It comes down to money, mm-hmm. and I think that I don't. Again, I don't know how true it is, but the PGA said that they had already had this thing, these things in the works, as far as 
uh, more money for certain tournaments and maybe not having guys have to play every single week or every other week to keep their their eligibility mm-hmm. each particular year. And I don't think we ever now, talk- I, now I'll say that they probably were talking about it, but because of live that amplified the oh, need yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to we can't we can't just have it, it on our laurels now. right not oh the, we'll get the, we'll get to that it can't not, be a we'll get to the that. pony and horse show, exactly. pony and horse show and and, and, right. and uh, you know in the city now now so. I'm gonna ask do you think that this could be a situation where the live and the PGA merge like the AFN AFL and the NFL or could it be a situation like the USFL where the PGA just you know, kills off live. So I don't speak. think the PGA can do it like the NFL did the USFL because mm-hmm. the live has the money to survive. To survive. Okay. So where that's the, the that's the big that's thing. Yeah, the, the USFL pay. didn't have the money to go maybe two more seasons or three more seasons, whereas live because of oil money and they can actually you you tell them hold hold their breath, no problem. <laughs> I, I, I can hold my breath as long as I need to. And also with the with the USFL, they were as a spring league. Yeah, things weren't going well. They were losing money, but then they just blamed it on the NFL and sued them and won a dollar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. said like you said, like Liv has the money. They can do this at the same time, and the PGA is trying to keep up because they they want to have some events that. You know the the somebody who finished in twentieth place might still win ten million dollars. I'm going back to the comments we made a few shows back. PGA is going to have to turn this into more like a model of how soccer does, um, where you have um, where you have tiers, quali- tiers, tiers. and cer- certain events and whatnot. You're not you're not going to be able to bully live. Well, we'll see what happens um, this weekend at the international and international in Boston. They start their event, so we'll see again the viewership. They haven't, they don't have any rights yet to TV, but we'll see what stream was put on YouTube yeah. and see how the and the, the turnout will yeah, be. And eventually, one of these TV, one of these, again, live can wait because okay, let's say. We know CBS is not going to leave PGA because we got the Masters. 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 But (laughs) well, well, let's be honest. The Masters are their own entity because six, seven years ago, they showed the Masters with no commercials because they the Masters. They don't. They don't have to. They don't have to have have sponsors. It's the Masters. But what I'm saying with that is though, (laughs) these deals are contract, right? They're contract for two, for three, for four years. If you get to a for point, TV deal for TV deals, mm-hmm. and you get to a point where, uh, you know, you mentioned the waste management. I'm not sure what it's called now, but in Phoenix or whatever, correct? They got a TV deal with, with one of the three. At some point, that deal I needs think to be CBS. I want to that say. deal needs to be renewed. Right, correct, or NBC, one of them. Most of it is NBC. Can I Golf can, Channel or NBC? If, if I'm the, if I'm if I'm the TV people, who's going to bring me the most money for advertising? It's going to be the one that has the most the recognizable most names. So, oh, I, right. The, you, you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So this now this is something that I say PGA has to. Back to my point about how do you now bring up some of these young these young the young blood into the sport? How do you to your point market them so 
so they become household names. And I get it, they gotta win, but I also gotta build, I gotta learn now how to put up, how to put together anticipation. Right, for, for, the the, view, for them. For the viewership now, they may succeed or not succeed, but it's my job now to dangle the cheese out there for, you know, for, we do it in every other sport. The NBA is a, a prime example. We already know there ain't but seven teams that had a chance of winning the, the NBA title, but they market the games, right? We're going to watch on Christmas Day. We're going to watch, you know, we're going to watch certain games on TNT, Correct. certain, you know. Yeah. PGA has not had to have, has not had to do that. To do that. And probably their whole. Well, because this is an individual sport. Yeah. So the person usually markets themselves by winning. Correct. Well, now you got you know, some. You now you got a new sh- a new show in town. So now you're gonna have to kind of, you're gonna have to kind of take take some of the other, the other sports as far as how they go about marketing and take some. Maybe so not. Do you think that somebody like, like with Tiger Woods, dominating as whatever that could mean in golf, but you don't have that kind of figure, to where even once now. In a Still, twenty five years later, it's once in a lifetime, yeah, waiting for Tiger to play. It's no, once in a lifetime, yeah, we created the Avengers. We so created the Avengers for PG- We created the Avengers right. for the PGA, right. and they still ain't dominate what Tiger, <laughs> what he did Half by himself. Half of them live, or eighty percent of them. Yeah, yeah. But like, what can you? What do you do after Tiger? I, I, I feel like that's where they are now. What, as far what as what you have to hope is you have what you had this past Sunday, where the the player who's having the the best year of his career probably uh, since Tiger. And then you got to have a name like a Rory be in the mix in competition going down to the last hole to where it was number one uh, trending on Twitter for a couple of hours. You know, that would not have happened, especially with no Tiger. You know, or you gotta, or you gotta, you gotta. That's unusual for something like that to be trending when Tiger's not involved, not involved, and he wasn't even there. You know, it'd have been different if it's like, oh, there's a Tiger sighting, he's there, he's gonna congratulate him. He wasn't even around. Or so, for, or for purists, do how much do you lean into that short-lived rivalry between um, um, what's my guys, the the two golfers who hated each other. Oh, DeShambo. DeShambo, DeShambo and um, Brooks Kepka. They had the words, yeah. of, you know, they had their words of, they, their war of war. Ah, war of words. War of words. <laughs> uh, we'll say that three times. But do you lean into that a little bit? And what I mean yeah, by that do. is, do you create matches where they're, they're, they're. Why do you think people watched the Ryder Cup last year? Obviously, it's the Ryder Cup, but purists watch. But the average person wanted to see. Brooks and DeShambo on the, the same, same team. team. Would they pair them together? Well, those you know, so those you are the things it. that the PGA has to. They may have they to. Have to, man, go to they may have to manufacture you know, some of that know, a little they, bit. They need to. WWE. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that's what they need to call. Oh, what, what is it called now? I don't know. It's still WWE. It's still WWE. Okay. okay. Yeah, that. You, you call them. You have to. You, so that's what I say. They, they're going to need to step outside of their traditional box and say, "Hey, what, what, what." What things do y'all do? And I'm not saying getting cheap with it. You know, I'm not saying. Right, being, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, but there are some things now you're going to have to do um, to rival the viewership or eyes that are going to wind up going over to live. So I looked it up. Smith and Neiman both are automatic. They had earned automatic berths on the international team, which would be playing again the President's Cup. It'll be in Quail Hollow in Charlotte, um, the 20th through the 25th of September. But the PGA Tour Commissioner, Jay Monahan, has suspended members from competing 
um, who are on the live golf event. So they're still so, taking their ball and running. So their the, players so that, won't be so permitted PGA, to play. That's a PGA event. It's a PGA tour. It's so they, a sanctioned PGA tour yeah, event. So, so they won't be able to play. They're still taking their ball and running to the, the nearest bunker. <laughs> I mean, which is fine, but I feel like. They're not going to be able to do that forever because live is can can wait you they can wait you out. So now, how many Ryder Cups or President Cups you have where the Americans get blown out? Do you want to continue to do that because you don't have the proper you you don't have the well the, the players? Well, to, it goes both ways because both of these guys are on the international team. So let's say you know well obviously when um. So President's Cups, for those who don't know, that's uh, the U.S. against an international team. Ryder Cup is U.S. against Europe. Mm-hmm. On the Europe team, Ian Poulter is one of the best. Sergio is one of the best when it comes to that competition. Both of them would be ineligible. The advantage would be to the U.S. Possibly, depending on who else goes, you know, but I think, like, over to play with Liv. Yeah. I think I feel I like Liv is going to have their out. own. They're going to instead think, of like the the President's Cup, it's the know, the Prime Minister's Cup, right. yeah, 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 yeah. something. Yeah. I just I, to your point, Greg. Yeah, I feel like okay, fine. We want to get into this mud and play like this. We again, we got enough money to to. to and I know they talked about Tiger and uh, Roy had talked with. Uh, they had a members meeting of the PGA Tour to discuss, you know what direction they want to see the PGA go into. And I know that Roy had talked to Cameron Smith, who won the the Open, the British Open, this year. And was just talking about him, you know, like, hey, do you understand when you go over to live there? Right now, there is no coming back. Yeah. To your point, could that change in a couple of years? Maybe the, the PGA plays hardball and said, okay, after, after they see maybe if live were to fall off, Maybe they wait two years and then you can come back, you know, who knows. But, you know, telling these guys, hey, do you realize what you're signing up for when you leave? It's a possibility you can never come back. I So I thought about this the other day and I was like, no other sport has gone through this per se. But let's just imagine you mentioned the USFL. Remember right, right. the last time the NFL had a real hardcore strike was what, the shortened season in 87 when the Commanders won the Super Bowl or made the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. And the movie came out, Replacements, the because replacements. of that. You can't, PGA cannot play that. They can play the hardball, but it's like, what? I have somewhere to go. The NFL could have played that hardball, and then uh, when the teams realize, you know what? We're going to go ahead and call them scabs or scrubs or whatever. Right. But they were like, listen, owners were like, we're going to get these games off. And so call in the guys from USFL or the guys that used Canadian to play college, League. Canadian League, come in. We're going, to get these, we're going to get these games off. I feel like that's when the NFL was like, hey, they're still getting the games off. You, you know what I mean? They're still – people are still watching the games. Right. So we might as well. Well, the players were like, we might as well come back and and play, and, and the, and play because because it was the train is still moving, right? I feel this is in reverse. That's the players had to come back to the NFL, but I know I said it wrong at the beginning. But the players realized, oh, they're still getting these games off. They're still the NFL is still moving. It's, it's the the only it's pe- the shield. Yeah, the only people that is losing <laughs> is us because we're not getting paid. I feel. The PGA is going to have to get to that point where they're not going to 
per se lose money, but they'll have to see less of it, of it. before they say, okay, let's now have a seat with the table with Liv and let's come up and make some. Figure out a way and, to do And they they might be a year or two away well, from well, that. I def- oh, definitely it'd be longer than that because right now they hold all the cards. Mm-hmm. Because sanctioned events, they know that they can't come and play. A couple more have filed a lawsuit, which will more than likely get thrown out because it's in the, the yeah, contract. But, but now you The giving, way it's set up right Yeah, but now. you're giving Liv down, okay, that didn't work. Or this is what we need how to do. How can we circumvent and go another way? Not even try to get with the PGA, but how do you allow and live now to continue to build their base? And, right. And, and like to Gray's point, okay, y'all got the Ryder Cup. We got the Prime Minister Cup. Y'all got, you know, this. We, we have that or whatever. I feel like because they have the money, you are using One of the things that will be allowing telling. Allowing to, to to grow and get stronger. One of the things that would be telling. And this is the reason why a lot of them stayed is because golf, since its inception, was played four days, and it was certain courses. With live, it's only fifty-four holes. It's only three days, so you're taken away from records, stats, because you're doing it in a shortened time frame. So, me winning at um, the international in Boston. It's not the same over three days as opposed to winning the TPC Boston over four days. It's not the same as, you know, you walk the same four days that Sneed walked, that Nicholson walked, that Byron Nelson walked. You know, That's this is it. totally different now. It's the the pure nature of it. You, playing at St. Andrews for three days is not the same as playing if they get to St. Andrews. It's not the home of golf. It's not the same as playing four days and walking over the bridge four days if you make the cut there is no cut so taking away the true essence of golf is where Liv is going to have to is going to have their problem I get you I, I, and, and I, I'm not I'm not that's well, just, just that's just facts I'm not advocating either way. either way I feel like I'm just I, saying you're taking away from what golf was essentially started and, I, and how can you say I won this tournament when it was three days and there was no cut and I feel like Liv is that's saying a, hey I'm going to get your guys over here, and this is what we're going to do, and then I'm going to eventually get back to what Pierre is like with the PGA. But they, but but they would have my to, side. I think, Sue, I don't know how you can just, like, create tradition out of thin air, but right. he said, like, <laughs> a, a tournament like the Masters and what Augusta National is and what it has been all this time, playing at St. Andrews or – you know what the U.S. Liverpool, Open is or at, at Liverpool, like that. playing at uh, Torrey Pines, Pebble Beach. So like these places mean they mean something, something. right? They have a they have a thing. Not but not with Liv, it's like we're gonna play at these places and you're gonna make a lot of money, right? No, and, and, but it's, <laughs> but it's, but it's not this place. But yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. But and that's like, like Greg said. That's the hardest thing is how to you to your point. How do you manufacture this swell of I'm going to watch this because. Even if I don't know the players, I know the venue. I know what this particular venue stands for and what it means to play here and to win Mm -hmm. here. What it meant to hit a shot uh, at the TPC Sawgrass when, you know, uh, so-and-so hit that particular shot from this particular point, you know, that type of thing. uh, Hey, hey, you got, they got the head, they got the head starting that obviously, right? But we live in a different world now. What they, you know, Obviously, these guys said, I don't care about TPC. But you paid me... TPC money. TPC. You paid me Ameris Bank money. Right. 
<laughs> I get it. So, uh, but again, congratulations to Roy, though. Congratulations, yeah. Roy, uh, on an excellent comeback win. Nice guy. Um, does the guy have a good, does Sheffling have a good season next year? Or does it's this, possible. Does this hang over with him? Does this, does uh, this loss? I don't, I don't think so. He. You wake up some mornings and you just don't have it. And wake up some mornings and you can't miss it. We don't know. Um, I like the fact that um, Scheffler's uh, family congratulated Roy after gave him a hug and everything. He was like, Roy apologized. They were like, no, no, you won. Like, But, you know, they were gracious in defeat. Like, look, you went out and won it. We can't take anything you know, away from five, you. five, though. I mean... <laughs> He winning anyway. Like I, I mean, said, he, he still had, had, he, had, he won five five matches this season. If he would have won, he would have had the greatest purse total in PJ history for a year. I think it'd have been like thirty three million dollars, but I think he ended up with twenty two or something like twenty one or something. Eighteen. The winner would have got eighteen. I mean, if he had one, he would have got 18. Yeah, so he would have had, it was something like $33 million. Total if he had one. If he had one, been Around 17 million. What do you I mean, you're saying 18, if he said 33 million, so you take away the 18. Oh, what he would have, what he already had. had yeah, yeah. Uh, around 15. 15, yeah. Yeah. So. Can't knock that. No, uh, 15, <laughs> 15 for a good nine months of work. Yes. And that's why they go in the league. I get 10 million. Just 54 holes. <laughs> And I don't have to win. <laughs> That's the reason why Tiger, I would have took that seven hundred million, baby. I would have been tipping my hat in the desert, <laughs> Saudi Arabia, wherever I had to go. Why the league? I wanted to be one point seven billion. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is eleven hundred, and we'll be right back. <laughs> How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Georgia High School Association and the Georgia Athletic Directors Association. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey, 
I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the Dean DNA. Hey, what's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4460387701. Once again, congratulations to Roy on winning the uh, Tour Championship, the FedEx Cup. Cool, $18 million more uh, after beating... Um, Scheffler. Scheffler, right. Scheffler. Scheffler. Uh, there at the end. Uh, three times that he's won it now. And uh, he was teasing afterwards that uh, he has something that Tiger doesn't have. Three-time FedEx Cup winner. <laughs> hey, man, you got to have this kind of stuff. Goat. <laughs> no, no. No, definitely not the GOAT. Um, let's go NASCAR. Uh, it's set. Playoffs are set. Uh, speaking of playoffs, and uh, boy Bubba didn't make it in. Needed to win, couldn't get in. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, going forward, they can win a race, but it doesn't count toward the um, playoffs. Um, they had the weather delay uh, Daytona over the weekend. Yeah, or more. But um, the one person who who didn't win to get in was Ryan Blaney. So everybody else is in. So you got uh, Chase Elliott, Logano, Chastain, Larson, Byron, Hamlin, mentioned Blaney, Reddick, Harvick, who barely got in, and then he won two straight. Bell, Kyle Busch, <laughs> Rowdy, um, Briscoe, Daniel Suarez, uh, Austin Sendrick, Alex Bowman, and Austin Dillon, bringing in the rear. Who yeah. won yesterday. Who won yesterday, correct. Um, who you like to to win it all? Get some early predictions Chase. on this. Chase, you, you you talking with your head or oh, with your head. heart? Oh my head. Okay. I mean, you no, know, just because he's from down the road. I'm going with Chase. You going with Chase? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll go with Chase. I'll go heart overhead uh, in that particular situation. I'm going with head. Okay. And the heart. <laughs> Head first. Heart. That's how you do it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. That's too many ways that could have went. Um, <laughs> they'll be in Darlington this weekend to uh, begin the playoffs. It's set in groups of uh, four. So they have Darlington, Kansas, Bristol, which is in Tennessee, uh, that's the first round, uh, and then Texas. After that, Talladega, Charlotte. Then you have another cutoff 
and then the round of eight begins in Vegas, Miami, and then Martinsville, Virginia, and then the championship will be out in Phoenix. And the Phoenix will host it November 6th. It's the championship for that. And I said groups of four. I apologize. It's in groups of three that um, each of the playoff rounds will go with. I think Chase and his group, the way they race this season, this, this kind of fits perfect for stages. Set up. Set up, yeah. All right. We'll see. And uh, he was driver of the year for the regular season. So it's one of those things that it could be Harvick, veteran racer, won the last two out of three. Obviously didn't win. Been there, done that. Is he hitting his stretch to get in playoff mode, him and his crew? Or does the perennial number one, i.e. Chase, do you, can you flip that switch and say, okay, this is no more regular season, this is playoffs, you know? Yeah, I think they just continue to race the way they've been racing. Okay. And so, you know, they, I won't say, I mean, obviously, he won, what, three times this year? I think so. And probably could have won two other ones. Uh, Um... He got caught up in a wreck in which he was leading most of that race. I know that's one. one four times. He won, won four, four times, times this year. So he probably could have won five, maybe six times this year. Ten top five finishes, which include the four wins. So uh, 17 top tens. So when you running, when you racing and, and, and hitting those, there's no flipping. I'm, I'm in a zone. It's not a flip on. I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing. It's those guys like Dylan that just got in. Can they can they flip you know can they flip flip the switch yeah, yeah I I you know who I I'm watching because he's starting to become a name now Ross Chastain uh, the number one car who's sponsored by Pitbull most of his uh, his both his wins were road courses they weren't tri oval yeah. ovals they were all road courses road courses were his wins can that translate you know. And he's been getting into a few little bumps here and there with people. They don't forget, and especially when the playoffs come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if he'll have a team surrounding him that can protect him as opposed to some of the other ones, such as uh, Hendrick Motorsports yeah. and, you know, the bigger, the bigger teams yeah. at that point. That's get, when, that's when the, right, that's when it's crucial in the playoffs to have a team. Let's say, um, for instance, with, uh, just lost the name but um having somebody who's not who's still on your team but not in the playoffs can help you yeah. drafting yeah yeah Gets you a little, little, little love tap to Gets another you, driver you trouble i mean that's how right. Dylan made it he got pushed through that wreck yeah him and the team were running one and two toward the end of that end of the race so um yeah, yeah so I, i'm with you that's why i said i'm going with chase elliott not just because he's a hometown but the, the the team the, the 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 car they've been hitting on all cylinders no pun intended all season so it's not a it's not a it's not a switch keep on doing what you're doing and you've been running so well you should be able to win these stages, win these stages. and then keep keep on going you finishing finishing top five I just finished top five and, and, just I, and keep, I just keep keep going yeah all right we'll see be exciting to see uh, both going with Chase Elliott though. Mm-hmm. To, to win it all when it comes around November 6th. Let's go college football. Over the weekend, we finally have college football back, and Atlanta hosted the MEAC SWAC Challenge, 
which Alabama State won over Howard 23 to 13. Finally, uh, kickoff was a little after 7:30. Rain and thunderstorms. Three different delays. Three different weather delays. The first one, after a while, the bands were playing back and forth, and then the rain came down. Of course, everybody moved back. Started again. It was like 3-0 Howard at that point. Um, Alabama State went on a 13-0 run. It was two touchdowns. They missed the extra point. And then there was another delay, but there was just lightning and you know, bands played a little bit longer back and forth. And, of course, you had music coming from the the um, PA system, but everybody was just sitting around waiting, and you finally got the game going. And then the last delay came a little after midnight, I think it was like 12, 30 or so. And then at, at that point, you can't ask. And it was only two minutes left to go in the game. It was 2-12. You thought they would have just like, hey, the game was pretty could Howard have come back yes yeah. would they have come back unlikely yeah. you but figured they could have had to worry about just players just health to stop it and going bodies cooling off then got a woman back up now you, you're risking more injury than, than left anything. at that point the game ended at 118 officially yeah. so six hours, hours. <laughs> six hours yeah. and I think a lot of people had Howard picked to win. I want to say that they came in with a better offense, uh, more re- maybe more returning players. They averaged like rhythm, thirty. You stopping every thirty minutes? What kind of rhythm you gonna get into? So at that point, after the first delay, it's a toss up. That's how your cousin won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a hater. Y'all. Don't let that fool you. He's still a hater. Uh, but the turning point of the game was the 99-yard uh, touchdown drive by Alabama State. You go 99 yards. You're imposing your will. Yeah. But, again, if I'm Howard, how do I get loosened up again? Okay, I'm back into a rhythm. Yeah, every team and then it's another every, delay yeah, for, like, yeah. 40 minutes. You Some teams are better at re- – I mean, you've seen it. We talked about just the racing. You had a, the delay. And, Correct. You know, how, do, how does your – how do you react driving-wise – it's, it just changes everything. Everybody's not adapt to the, the the stoppage. Right. And based off of that, I um, both teams will I think will do fairly well uh, in their respective um, conferences. But I think it's Jackson State's to to win on their side, and they're going to be battling FAMU, who played North Carolina. Pretty decent to the mid-third quarter. It was 56-24, I think, was the final score. but it was at halftime. It was about 14-17-14. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And all of the controversy that came around FAMU, a lot of the players didn't want to go and play the game because they were only going to have seven eligible offensive linemen because up to what was the final 20-some players were ineligible because of um, certification and academics, and that was because – there was a changing in the guard in the administration office. So somebody didn't leave behind the proper instructions or whatever the case to say, hey, this needs to be turned in by this date or yeah. whatever. And that caused a lot of confusion. Granted, they did get close to what 500,000 to come and play the game. The Marching 100, the band did come to play and perform, and but that's a big difference. When you don't have you don't have UNC. You don't have the depth to back up. Guys get Correct. tired. You're not able to rotate. So, and I think the 
the bookies had 70 points, so they covered that. And I definitely didn't think they had them, um, I'm sure, by kickoff to score 24. So, congrats. So, you can see why they'll probably battle with Jackson State in in the conference. But that that just goes to show you they came ready to play. They ain't talking talking well about your boys in blue then. (laughs) They're supposed to lose 70 to 7. Man, not 56 24. They're supposed to win 70 to 7, not 56 Sometimes it's bigger than the game. So, you Mac Brown was like, Hey, they made it here. We want a good show. We want everybody to have a good time. Uh, okay, okay, okay. You know, you won't be saying that. You'll be getting drilled by the Clemson in <laughs> <laughs> Wake Forest. I want to hear that. I want that same energy <laughs> in a couple of weeks. We all start conference but, play. But no, that was on uh, FAMU coming to show up regardless. And again, changing your mindset of I'm not playing if my, my brothers can't make it. And then saying, Hey, now you switch it to I'm gonna play for them at that particular so point. You saying it better than KD? <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> you said it, not me. There it is. <laughs> uh, speaking of HBCU, uh, the Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic is Sunday at four o'clock. It'll be Central State versus Winston Salem, uh, covered by uh, one of the best and Steve Weish. This is the what, fourth time that they've had this game now that the NFL is um, sponsored to kick off uh, uh, the NFL black college football in the NFL. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, speaking of uh, college football, we're going to discuss, uh, we'll start with the independents. Notre Dame, of course, being the, the biggest independent name out there. Uh, they have a huge game coming up. First against Ohio State, which Ooh, they're gonna lose that one. They in they in the they playing in the um in the in the it's a neutral site. I want to say. Oh, they play okay. Uh, but <laughs> I, I th- either way, your first game, you you really don't know what kind of team you're going to have. That's fine. They can go zero and one and win the next ten and still be and probably play. still make right. Correct. That's it's good. in Columbus. Oh, it is in Columbus. Oh, yeah, okay, they losing. That's why I thought they lose. <laughs> Columbus can't afford to lose. I mean, Ohio State can't afford to lose. Even though this this is number two versus number, number five, five, the spread is eighteen. Uh, Ohio, State. Ohio State minus eighteen. Wow. <laughs> they lose. They lose. They lose in that one. Yeah. I don't know now. See, that's it's crazy. Is that disrespectful to Notre Dame, or are they trying to go ahead and set it up? If Notre Dame loses this one, we're gonna hold this over their head for the rest of the season as a loss compared to a two it'll be loss. a good loss no, it'll, yeah it will it'll turn into a good, a good loss by the end of the season State's gonna be 30, if, if they can run the table if they can run the table if uh, no they can run the table Ohio out Ohio State then, winds up with only one loss or yes. or they go undefeated then correct my only loss is to uh, number two number two number, two, number, number one, one depending number, on how a top four team correct well top three team and yes. then they're battling for that number four spot yeah um this is the reason why I say Notre Dame doesn't need to join any super any super uh they're probably the, they're probably the only team because they've built this brand, they've built, you know, they 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 have their okay, own Okay, but here's the thing. Do you continue to get NBC money of 17 million dollars or do you join a conference i.e. the Big 10 who we just saw is in the billions and now you're in the upwards of 
you know, a hundred million, even though it's well, they split. signed the new contract. And they'll be getting seventy five million yes. a year from NBC. Well, then, and if you're getting seventy five, then that's and then I know you guys don't have it, to split with, with nobody. nobody. And then you Well, you could still again if you're in the billions, you're still splitting and you're coming out with the, more money. But is it worth no, the more money or to stay independent? No, I'm, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep my money and then you know eventually. So twenty five extra million. Now you just said I'd be one point seven. So you don't you rather be seventy five million by yourself or a hundred million split? Seventy five by myself because I can make but you that, but you can make a hundred million. But I can make up that other or more if you win the conference. No, I don't need that because I also know I'm going to make up that money when they expand the playoffs. So I remember we were talking about this earlier. Like oh, well, the, okay. playoffs, the playoffs only four, so I'm not you know a two they're loss. Not, they're not going to get. They're season, never getting. I'm in. not going to get the playoffs. Right, a one loss. We, they're not going to get in. And then still having the power to schedule whoever they want to. Yeah, but we all know that but this is going to go from four to six to eight to twelve. They will then be in a playoff game, you know, in that because playoff game. Because you're going to take a one-loss anybody over a one-loss Notre Dame. And for the four. For the for playoff the four. four. I, I, yes, I agree. Because I see a situation, we'll get to the SEC in a second, but, where you're going to have two teams with one loss. One, of course, will go to the SEC championship game. The other will be left out, but will still get in. My $75 million will allow me to wait two more seasons to the NCAA. You're going to hold out? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. Or I get I make that money. Let's just say I say I hold out, right? And the Pac-12 says, you know what? We need to schedule most of our games with you instead of the Big Ten. Well, guess what, Pac-12? I need that. I need that twenty-five million I wasn't getting from from now. You see okay. what I'm saying? Because I'm independent. So, so to Greg's point, I control where I can where I want to play. Everybody's going to want to still play me, whether I'm independent or not. That Notre, that that Notre Dame you want to have you know you at some point Florida State's gonna get back being good again they're gonna want to play Notre Dame you know what I mean Miami's gonna this year might be their year they're gonna want you know you're gonna have these old traditional game schools that will want to play Notre Dame regardless of what conference they in so why should I join uh, one Okay, but in scheduling that one of the problems with Notre Dame is. You're going to have more chances to lose games. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to come in undefeated. You can't have one loss. In this four-team four platform. I think in six. I, in I, six, they in. In six, they in. six, I, what, what's been Notre Dame? You know, Greg, what's been Notre Dame's record the last five years? And the reason why I, I say that it. is because, okay, let's look at the SEC. The, the big game is Alabama versus Texas A&M. I'm pretty sure that that one is in Alabama. Got Alabama winning that one. Mm-hmm. Only because they're at home. It's, it's a toss-up. That'll be Texas A&M only loss. Alabama will play Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. More likely, Georgia will go undefeated. So, now, how many SEC teams get in? How can you say no to a Texas A&M team with one loss? Their only loss was to Alabama. Great game. We'll say come down to the last touchdown, whatever. Just hypothetical. In a 16, you're not going to have maybe two or three. You can't say Georgia only lost, you know, their one game was in the SEC championship game. What's so up? you're going to have a one loss. Okay, we'll say Alabama and Georgia get in. And it comes down between Texas A&M and Notre Dame. Both of them have one loss because they lost to Ohio State. Who are you putting in? I'm putting in Notre Dame. Over Texas A&M, who had one loss to 
Alabama who went undefeated and is in the um, but playoff. You play, but you're not. But you're not mentioning the rest of North Texas A&M schedule. You trying to tell me Mississippi was was better than? Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like you you you're 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 taking the one or two good games that Texas A&M played and disqualifying the two or three good games that. Notre Dame played. Notre Dame and, lost to Ohio and State. We can say we hold, wanna... on, hold on, Notre Dame. I'm gonna lay this facts out for you because you ain't thinking clearly. <laughs> Notre Dame lost to Ohio State by 18. That's the spread. Texas A&M is not gonna lose to Alabama more than seven. So who are you taking? A one loss if Texas A&M or one loss scenario, Notre Dame? In your scenario, if that's the case, then maybe. But in in the real life so, scenario, let's say Notre Dame loses by a field goal. So they lose by a field, field goal, goal okay, to Ohio State. To Ohio State. And right. Alabama blows the doors off of Texas, Texas A&M. A&M. Who are you I'm taking? taking Notre Dame. No, and you know why you're not? And I'm going to tell you why you won't because you're lying to yourself. No, I'm not. How many times has Notre Dame gotten into, speaking of the man Titeo, how many times has Notre Dame gotten into the playoffs and laid not only an egg, an ostrich-sized egg. In the fourteen, okay, am I right? In the fourteen, am I right? In the fourteen format, I agree with you. But now, when we in get to six, si- I'm talking about when six. we get to six, we get to eight. We're talking about who travels. And I'm not saying Texas A&M travel, but we know Notre Dame people will f- go wherever they need but to go. But I'm, I don't want to see Notre Dame get blown out like they always and do. The they have not had a game. Name a game that they've had in the playoffs. Name a game in the playoffs they had that was even close. And the four games set up, you are correct. In no, the, no, in, in the, any game, in any game in the playoffs, they, when have the, they been they, close? They, uh, they get trashed. Yeah, in the ACC they get trashed. They get trashed. Clemson blew the doors Thank off of them. Thank you. I don't want to see Alabama that. Alabama in the playoffs. They get trashed. They got doors blown off. Thank you. No, I know, I, it's I, the same I'm, thing. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm saying So why would you want to no, see it because then? Because when you go to the bigger format, and we've already anticipated. Now, 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 let, me fin- let, me finish, let me finish. If you go to the bigger format, you're already saying possibly one number one and number two seeds get a bye. So now I'm playing a three or a four seed at six. I'm playing a better matchup in which I can be more competitive. And if and, Notre Dame plays someone from the SEC, <laughs> they're going to get tried. Anyone. So why would I want to see that? Why? What have their records been the last, the last five? Okay. Uh, no, no. We so want to talk about the playoff. It don't, regular playoff, season is whoop-de-woo. I, I agree with you in the okay, playoffs. Okay, so before. why would I want to see them then? I don't agree with you when it's no, 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 to the six or what, to the eight. Why does it matter? when? It, hold, on, hold on. Let me finish. Why Why does it matter if it's four or 16? When they get to the playoffs, they get trashed. Because they're the because people will go when to you watch go out, them. Because they will sell out the hotels that whatever city at. And because they to travel. Get, to get trashed. People will still go. And I'll tell you why. Because now we don't have the BCS poll. We don't have any of that. Oh, we, you, have, we have uh, the um, college football playoff committee will look at it and say every single time we put them in the playoffs – they have gotten drilled. And it's never come down to a last-second touchdown, a last-second field goal. Correct. So I, why would I want to see that? In the four-game format, you are correct. When it it doesn't matter six, about the when format. When it goes to six or eight, when it goes to a six or it eight It doesn't matter when your results record. are the same. Tell me record when it goes to No, I'm not eight. talking about yeah, regular season. Why does that matter? Because tell me I don't record. care if they tell go. Tell me record. All right, 2017, 10-3, won the Citrus Bowl. 2018, 12-1, lost the Cotton Bowl. 
12 and 1. Which I believe was in the college football playoff game. Playoff game. Yes, yeah, 12 they, won the playoff game. Got drilled. So that's one. They got drilled. I'm just saying. They no, made a don't, don't just say lost. No, they, they got drilled. They made a playoff game. Go ahead. What's next? 2019. It, why does it matter? If 11 you made and it, two, if you get drilled. Won the Camping World Bowl. Ele- 11 and 2. They probably wind up in 11 and 2. Granted, they won't be in the full, but they'll be in a, in a six game playoff. No, 2020. Not with two 10 losses. and 2. Lost the Rose Bowl, which was a playoff game. Ten, at ten and two. <laughs> at, at ten and two. They, at, at what record? They were ten and one going into it. Ten and, again. But, but that, what that, happens when but, you get there, but though? That, but that was that year. <laughs> that one loss was the Clemson in the ACC championship, I and they got not, drilled. I Thank am, you. I am not, and they played Alabama. <laughs> they got drilled. They got drilled. That's my point. And Clemson and Alabama. Clemson and Alabama. Those through four years. Had de facto, well, like like USC, they had de facto NFL teams those years. If I'm not mistaken, the first 25 guys in the draft either came out of Alabama or came out of Clemson. With Deshaun Watson being, being one of them, correct? Do not put bad product in the playoffs. Don't when, put don't put bad product in the to, playoffs. When you get to an expanded playoff, you're there. I don't going think to Notre Dame in. will get in. I don't think they'll get in with one loss because of their history. They, have to, the history. The four, no. they have to be undefeated. And the four, they have to be undefeated. No, in the six, two, and four, six, or six, six, six you eight, have to be undefeated. Ten, they're gonna be in there. Now, ten, uh, yeah, ten, they get in. I, I feel like six. No. If I'm on the committee, they got to be undefeated. Exactly. For me to put them in Thank again. you. I, I don't, history has I don't, shown. I don't see history has shown. They they do does Notre ask me this question. Does Notre Dame, whether you hate them or love them, do they move the needle? Yes. Yes. Then that's but no, but be, when it comes to the playoffs, no. And the four, because I don't want to see. Say. I don't want to see them in the four either because the four, the four best teams is who you want to see. And we know, yes, they will not. They they're not the sixth not best be, team. They're not the eighth best team unless they're undefeated. If they, if they can, these last five or six unless years, they undefeated. These last five or six years but that Greg has outcome, mentioned, but have the they outcome. not been ranked number six, but number seven, but number five, outcome. number four? What was the outcome? Yes, they Were lost. They close? No, no, no. Don't they, just say lost. They got blown yeah, out. That's fine. That's not but fine. You got it. So we gonna have this argument about the Braves probably before or next week or whatever. And we fuss about Snitaker. You gotta get there before <laughs> you can make these decisions, right? So you it, it, this uh, this holding back on whatever, la la la, and then we want to play what don't don't want. I feel like what you tell you what you saying right now. You winding up like how the BCS was because we know what happened in the past. I'm gonna already assume it's, it's going to happen every again every single time, and that's though. the reason why Boise State. And 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 TCU were denied so many years because you want to. But assume. they were undefeated getting there. And then after a while, they they put them against each other because they didn't want to see them beat Oklahoma or whatever. They didn't want to see that again, right? You didn't, so you don't want to see somebody winning again. Right. I, I ain't saying no. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, Pac twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with y'all. Notre Dame is going to be in an expanded playoff. All right, so Pac-12 last year, Oregon won the North at 7-2, 10-4 overall. You have Washington State, followed by Oregon State, Cal, Washington, and Stanford. Who you got winning the North this year? Phil Knight's team. <laughs> Don't call them one. Phil Knight's team. <laughs> yeah, Nike. Nike, Nike. Nike Ducks. Nike winning the North. <laughs> Nike Ducks. <laughs> uh, in the South, Utah, um, Utah. went 10-4. They were 8-1 in the South, uh, followed by UCLA. They played Florida first game this season? In the swamp? Yep. Yeah. Number uh, seven rank? Yeah. Who do you like winning the uh, Pac-12 South? Utah. Utah again. Yeah. Repeat. So you're going to see uh, 
Who played in the Pac-12 championship game? Utah beat the brace off somebody two weeks in a row. It wasn't Oregon. Um, I feel like it was. It was Oregon. They beat them. Was it Oregon then Stanford? It was two. Nah, they beat Oregon. They beat the same team twice at the end of the season. They beat. Oh, you. Oh, you mean to you, uh, you, um to win and then get in the Pac-12 championship? I yeah. thought you meant during the season. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Um, last year it was yeah it it was Utah beating Oregon twice twice, twice. yeah I don't think that would happen this year but I see I can see Utah and Oregon playing for Pac-12 so who you got winning the Pac-12 Oregon Phil Knight Nike Nike Ducks Nike Ducks okay uh, matter of fact I, I wonder if Utah's gonna beat I wonder if Utah's gonna beat Florida this first week because they in the swamp Anything after first game. Yeah. I just, you know, do those that it get hot down there. It's a different type of, you know, we're going to see what Utah's made of. We ain't playing in the the, the mild climate of the, the mid-mountain west and whatnot. You got to go in the swamp. They call it swamp for a reason. 120 degrees on the field. Yep. <laughs> SEC, Georgia, of course, finished uh, undefeated in the conference. Um, Alabama won the west. Uh, who you got winning the east? Georgia. Georgia got an easy road. Um, about everything they got this year is at home, right? All the all big those games. Big games. Uh, of course, they got Oregon to start the season. Where's but that? After that. At the Benz. At the, here, here in the yeah. Benz. Um, then after so that, can, nobody. So it might nobody be, ranked until It might be interesting. Kentucky. So, Pac-12. Pac-12 might dismantle after this weekend. If Utah loses to Florida and Oregon loses to Georgia, they be like, you know what? Let's go ahead and just join the Big Ten right now. We'll be done with it. I know yeah. USC and UCLA already left, but <laughs> yeah, Georgia's got the the easy the easy run. Yeah, because after after Oregon, they have Sanford, yeah, and then South Carolina. Nobody's ranked until Kentucky. They got South Kentucky Carolina, in, got South Carolina in the end. Oh, what y'all gonna Columbia? be called? What's y'all nickname? I have no idea. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> the Commanders. The Commanders. Pauls. <laughs> All of it's a Paul. It should be called Pauls. Because you can't be called Gamecocks anymore. Like, uh, who started? I man? don't know. What, what, what don't rooster know. was like, I'm offended? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the West, who you got? Uh, of course, Alabama and Texas A&M are going to be neck and neck. Uh, that particular game will be in Alabama. That's why earlier I said I give Alabama a slight edge only because they're at home. I'm turning the Heisman uh, winner. So, I mean, if Alabama finishes. You know, twelve and one. Goes I think he's going undefeated. He's going to win back to back. He go back to back. It's, it's, it's uh, more. Um, more people are looking at Will Anderson, but I don't know what a. I mean, every now and then you see a pass rusher. Well, you know, last year Aiden Hutchinson was a he, finalist, but correct. What do you have to do to be the? Um. To be a Heisman front runner I mean, as a pass rusher, you gotta be a dominant. Adamakin Sue dominated. You, you know, he made he he made a run. He didn't win, but he was a, he was a, a finalist. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you gotta have a. It has to be that kind of. You like, have to have two things: a scoop and a score. Um, lead leading in sacks, and you gotta have a pick for a score too. You well, gotta, I think with with Sue being a finalist that year, he had his breakout game which was the big 12 championship throwing colt mccoy all around the field yeah, yeah. they lost that game but we saw how not, he dominated not, right he, yeah 
And but he still, he still didn't win, but you got to see something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't and see. I think there's got to be some team success, too. So you got to have no more than one loss. You got to win the conference. 10 and 2, 10 and 3. To be a finalist, you don't got to be. But as a pass rusher, gotta, does he have can't to have, get, They can't have a one loss. Because, like, with Sue, Sue is a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. But as a defensive end, does Will Anderson, does he need to have, like, who's the 15 guy, sacks? Who's the guy on the other side? Because when you mentioned um, Hutchinson, everybody yeah. forgot. His his counterpart had twelve. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they their front four was dominant. So you know, I want to say Alabama a couple years ago had a a, a D lineman that was mentioned to, to mention to be in the Heisman running at some point right. during that year. Uh, Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. I mean, granted the team was undefeated and whatnot, but he was so dominant. You had to basically scheme him. Which yeah. freed everybody else. I, up. I, it, it it'll be a long time before. Uh, I, I don't. Back I'm not trying to see somebody win. Rush. When you see defensive backs win, you, you know they were part of the, the special teams. So Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. He played receiver, yeah. return yeah. kicks. He did. A, you got to do some of and everything. You got interceptions for scores. You know what I mean. Right. You know, it's hard. That's hard for a D lineman uh, to get to the scoring part. But speaking it's not of hard Alabama, to be a finalist. Your boy Saban just got an extension. Uh, he'll be 79 when he finishes in 2029. He ain't Eight years, extension. $93.6 million he extension. Ain't that extension. How long was Kyle? He'll long? earn $12.7 million a year, making him the highest paid coach in uh, collegiate sports. He ain't sports. finishing that extension. He ain't going to make it to 79 and no. 2029? No. Mm. He might not make it past the next two years. Uh, Auburn let go of, well, he didn't. He stepped down before they could fire him. Alan Green, athletic director at all. What, t- what I tweeted to you, it's going to be a long three seasons. So they're going to fire the coach by week six <laughs> this year. And now you don't have a athletic, you don't have a I director, like they, a head coach, a football program. You It's going to be it's going to be a long three seasons. I don't, I, well, at least I don't you got know. Bruce Pearl locked up. So basketball will be good. Swimming is always hey, good. Golf is good. Okay. Baseball is good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. football is king. You already, football is king. You're talking to the court jesters. <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> I'm talking about the throne, baby. The throne. What's going on with the throne? Watch the throne. I feel like the I feel like Auburn just, maybe they just finished paying Gene Chizik. <laughs> and they still got to pay Gus Malzahn. And then they got to pay this guy if they fire him early. So who you going to get? Malzahn, Chizik, he called one of them two back. I don't know. Come back. We messed up. <laughs> baby, please. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, um, show me an Auburn fan right now that would not want to take Chizik or, or not uh, Chizik, not Chizik. With Miles on for sure, maybe. Oh, uh, right, may, maybe Miles on, yeah, maybe Miles on. Gonna be like the Cosby Show, please, baby, please. <laughs> I, I don't believe you. Save the shit. Justin, Justin. Okay, I digress. Um. <laughs> In the SEC, they were um, Alabama's going to be the first team that NASCAR has part- partnered with with a sponsorship. Yeah, because they ain't nothing else to do in Alabama. <laughs> that part, anyway. So I ain't surprised. Up in Tuscaloosa. That's my shots fired. That's my shots fired. That's Tuscaloosa. But, still um, hate me. I know we're going to be sorry for that. To quote them, NASCAR will have rights to use Alabama's IP in venue and. Uh, any experimental activation opportunities, social and digital media integration, and first-party data that the racing body will use to try to drive ticket sales. I'm about to say, I mean, it makes sense if you want to now try, again, NASCAR trying to figure out how to 
become more exclusive and to reach a different demographic. And a younger demographic. Young, younger as well. Um, young, age-wise and um, 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 you know, race-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why not start in the city in which, or in the state in which, uh, and I, I, I don't mean this, I'm not trying to take shots, like, outside of Alabama, what else do individuals spend their time on as far as sports-wise goes? Is Alabama high school and college high school football, and then you might slide sports, out of New Orleans yeah. mid sports period. But what else? I mean, Alabama yeah. is Alabama is king. You got Talladega, University of Alabama. Talladega is there. So yeah, yeah. So I understand the partnership with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we only got a few more minutes left. We got to do our predictions on the AFC and NFC West. Uh, last year, AFC West went to uh, Kansas City um, because some coaches don't know how to coach. Twelve and five. Raiders finished ten and seven and made the playoffs because the Chargers went forward on fourth down. They had to get throughout the season called a time and call a timeout. Could have been a tie and they both in, but no. I want to um, win, right? I want to win. Sometimes lose on purpose to win. Lopi, nah, no they, one's talking about. It. I think the Chargers coach is on the hot seat. They don't want to talk about it because they don't want to. Uh, they they don't, finished nine and eight, one behind the Raiders. I think last he is year. too. Uh, Denver finished seven and ten. Who do you like in the West this year? Oh man, so I um I'm riding with the Chargers because they did oh. all the upgrades. They did all the upgrades to everybody else went and got arms, you know, obviously weapons as far as offensively. Offensive? The uh, Chargers went and got um, Adams I mean the Chargers, the, um, the Raiders, Raiders went and got the the Devontae Adams. Adams. The Denver went and got a quarterback. Which is all they need, I mean, so to yeah. speak. So, and, but um, they don't have anybody for him to throw it to besides then, Judy. And, and then uh, Kansas City lost weapons with. They don't lost one. That's a big. That's a big one. They is it though? They kind of picked it up. I mean, they they bring in Juju. They draft Sky Moore. Yeah. They bring in Valdez Scantling. I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad. And I, what I don't like, real quick before you, uh, what I don't like is Tyreek Hill still talking about the old team. Like, why are you still talking about your ex and saying that they did you wrong? You left for more money. You want. You wanted you more wanted, money. You wanted more like, money. They were we're like, not we paying you thirty million dollars. Right. <laughs> so we'll find somebody who will. Though. Right. <laughs> yeah. But we can pay two people that money. No. No. Listen. <laughs> I, but, I, I but like hey, do I, your thing in my. I like what Kansas City did as far as replacing four people for the one, but none of those four guys scared the defense over the top. I trust Byron Leftwich more than anything. Byron Leftwich. I mean, Airbnb. Enemy. I know. My bad. You can trust. I trust Airbnb. Enemy. Guess yeah. who I don't trust more. Andy Reid is about as hard headed as it get when it comes to throwing the ball and running the ball. Andy Reid, go back to Philadelphia days. You know what I mean? He. But, I, but he didn't have Eric Bieniemy there, and again, I, I, I get the battle, but I think Eric Bieniemy is going to say, "Well, we know no, we run this know, play." We know who lost the battle in the Super Bowl a couple years ago when you lost half your offensive linemen. Well, what, what, what you gonna do when you lose half your? No, offensive no, no, you run the ball. You run the ball. But what, you ain't got what, what is no easy? offensive lineman. Come on, now. no. I, listen, but what's easier to do? Run block or pass block? Any lineman that says easy to, to run block and to pass block. What right. what what did Andy Reid do? Well, yeah, I'm replacing two. I'm replacing half my left side of my O line, and I'm gonna pass the ball 50 times. And they didn't get blown out until the end. So if he had ran the ball, they might have won. I'm just saying I don't trust. I see 
You talking about you the way you the way you see Notre Dame getting blown out? Oh, now you want to go no, with no, that logic. I'm using your logic. Now you want to go using, with the logic. I'm using your logic the way I see it. But I see Andy Reid do something continuously that will hamper him. But Chief. back to San Diego. Chiefs gonna win it again. I think with the same record. San Diego did everything they needed to do defensively. They went and got your boy Mac to. Well, I take that back. I take that back. This is gonna be tough. I, I'm gonna have Kansas City at eleven and six. I don't. I don't see. I don't see the head coach for the for the Chargers being as aggressive. That's why I don't have them winning. No, on, I, on paper they have the talent to win the division, but I don't trust the coaching I, to win it. I, I I get you. I can understand that, but I feel he learned. I'm gonna go where he learned from last year to this to to, to this year. Oh. And then the other thing is, y'all want to dismiss. Uh, Tyreek, I feel like Tyreek's a half a game deduction. So you got him at eleven and I six. Got him right? eleven six just because everybody is so tough that this is. So I'm gonna go. I I'm gonna go ten and seven because everybody's gotten better in the division. So you got the charge win division at ten and seven. Mm-hmm. I got the. Boy, I got him. I, I, I got no. I got him winning at eleven and six. I got Kansas City at ten and seven. I flip flopped that. I got Kansas City win division eleven and six. I got the Chargers at ten and seven. I got the the Raiders. The Raiders will be ten and seven again. And then I got the Denver at eight nine. Yeah, about to say so. Do the two lot to, to your point. The division <laughs> is going to be gonna great, be, and they're going to beat one another up. Yeah. And, and it's so, all gonna be decided by like two games. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got San Diego. Barring any injuries, I got San Diego yeah, by gonna be close. adding more to their defense to handle everybody in the division. Like with that pass rush and the back end is, is still strong. I, I they can they can handle they match up well with everybody defensively in their division. So I, I think Denver will be a scary team toward the end. Yeah, it'll take time. And hopefully you have I think like cup players out for ACLs though, so yeah, it's, it's going not maybe one other wide receiver is maybe six games. So you hope by that point, yeah. you know, you can just stay afloat. Just two and four in the next six games, and hopefully get back a player or two. But I'm going, I'm going, I'm about to say San Diego. I'm going to uh, LA Chargers over to win the division. Okay, by a game. In the NFC West, congratulations once again. The Rams are the defending Super Bowl champs. They were twelve and five, followed by the Cardinals, who dropped off the last. What they um, do? They win. They win eight, lose eight. Say the new San Diego Chargers. Right, <laughs> uh, eleven and six. San Francisco was ten and seven, and Seattle was seven and ten. Today, news of San Francisco: they're going to keep Jimmy G for one year, six million dollars as a backup. Highest paid backup. Correct me if I'm wrong, Greg. If they did not sign Jimmy G, he could have walked. He could have went wherever, right? Well, yeah, he um, he was still under contract for this season, but it's basically they restructured it. No, I'm saying, but if they did not sign him. They would then have he would have been he would have been a free agent, free a, agent. a complete free agent. Yeah, and everybody, next season, next which season. is smart. What about, what about this season though? Well, if they didn't sign, they would have been paying him not to not to come to the right. Okay, okay, okay. So then they could have still traded him later on in the season and whatnot. And they could have still picked for where he. Wanted I never to go wanted there. him to leave because yes, I know you trust uh, Trey Lance and you've turned it over to him, but we've seen in this adding the extra game. Excuse me, makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. and you got to have th- their window. Everybody has a five-year window in the NFL, and the San Francisco is in theirs right now. So they only got maybe two more years after this season, maybe 
to make a championship run. So you got to have a qualified backup in a case legit, yeah. Trey Lance goes down for even a couple of games mm-hmm. to keep you afloat, especially when you're going up against the defending champs in your own division to try and dethrone them. Um, I actually got San Fran winning the, uh, winning the West. W- really? Because I don't think I don't think Stafford's gonna. Um, I don't think Stafford's gonna make it to, to the end of the season. I think he's gonna be out a couple games. I think they're trying to downplay this elbow problem. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is too, you you are going to get everybody's best shot because you are the defending champion. And say what you want to say about Seattle, they went seven and ten last year. Correct. They beat San Fran twice last year. So in one of the better in one of the better divisions. But they don't have nobody this year. I agree. I, I mean at, at quarterback. Yeah, but um, well, I think Gino, what's his name? Gino won this starting line. Gino starting, came in last he, year two he played games. Decent. Yeah. I feel like he'll be he's not gonna I wouldn't want him on my fantasy league, but I think he's gonna be for what they need to go on, he's gonna be okay. But um, you know, like I said, Arizona's gonna get on this winning streak like they always do, whether it be the beginning of the season or the end of the season, they're gonna yeah. wind up nine and eight. Um I got San Fran coming in first. I, I got eleven Sa- and six. That's what I had too. I had and San I feel Fran like uh, the Rams would be ten and seven, making a wild card. I have that. <laughs> and then um I got Arizona falling off. Eight and nine and then Seattle being Maybe maybe Arizona's nine and eight. I don't know. Um, yeah, there, I, I have a, I had Arizona with a, a, a winning record of nine and eight, and I had Seattle being the same at seven and ten. Seven and ten. I, I can see I can I can see maybe Seattle being six and ten or worse. Six so and eleven. If that's the case, I'll give San Fran or the the Rams. I give any one of those three teams an extra game. So however you want to do it, I still got San Fran one, the Rams two, Arizona three. Yeah. I definitely have San Francisco in the division only because I think their biggest pickup was not only keeping Jimmy G, but working out a contract with Debo Samuel. How about I say they, that they, was they won huge. by they won by a, a not a, not doing anything not doing but anything. keeping them there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I I think that that was their their biggest move, and they did it early enough that it wasn't really a big distraction. To, you okay with the Bills cutting their punter, Matt? Um, how do you say his last name? Punt God. Ariza. Ariza. Any, any punt yeah, Punt God. Yeah, he had the big 82-yard punt and another long punt, but he's uh, tied to PR. a PR game stuff. rate last fall when he was at San Jose State. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego State, yeah. Uh, no, I don't have no problem. Here's my problem. Don't tell me you do all this background investigations on players and this guy slips through. Don't tell me, don't tell me, for uh, instance, Dez Bryant, we knew about his mom, Everything. you know, having drug issues or whatever the case may be, and the Cowboys wind up putting him on a, um, you know, babysitting Maybe they with, didn't know the likelihood. Okay. Don't have me cussing. No. <laughs> they said they knew about it, but they didn't think that it would ever become something criminal, what the, that it would only be something civil. What the, and what the, for what the, criminal... For criminal case, you know, obviously that's jail time and other stuff. Civil, that's more of, which is what they did. They saw it, and I, I can speak for them, basically. They saw it as something PR. Oh, it's something civil. It'll probably never, you know, it'll be handled behind the scenes. We won't have to worry what about the, that. What the young kids say? Stop all that capping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you no, what no, they I, thought. No, I, I, I'm, you I'm, know what I'm saying? That, no, no. that had to be the reasoning because otherwise... You don't draft him because it was two other punters taken before him, 
and those teams, you know, of course, what teams with- share some information, but not everything, because I'm not trying to help you. I, you I, know, with I think that. it was still worse that they they had two punters in camp. They knew about what his situation, and they still cut the other guy. Yeah, yeah. After we seen what Deshaun just went through, his stuff is just civil. What's the, what's the guy? Right. What's, what's Mac Brown? What's Mac? Uh, uh, the, the the New York Giants punter that was beating the brakes off his spouse. Oh, no, yeah. Kicker. That was the kicker. Yeah. Um, his last name was Brown, right? Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, yep. But him. Sure was. Yep. <laughs> but him. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, don't tell me NFL or don't tell me in a, when it's or NFL teams, you do all this scrutiny and, and don't, don't, so you only doing the scrutiny for the quarterback and the wide receiver and the running back and Skill make, positions. And, and, and you don't do for everybody Pass else. Rush. And if that's your answer, then that's a problem. No, I, it's not. You know better than that. Or they and do some teams, I mean, some teams do these thorough investigations and ignore the information that they get. Like you've heard the story with with Justin Blackman, the former Jaguars receiver. Yeah. Same draft with Andrew Luck and RG three. They Jacksonville sent someone to Stillwater to watch him and just observe him in this bar and because people were saying he had a drinking problem. Yeah. They saw him for a week straight get hammered every single night. They still drafted him. Can he help me win? But that no, that's how they look at yeah. it though. And they were willing to take the risk. And so when your hand get caught in the cookie jar, I don't want to hear nothing other than what they say. We decided to let him go. Let him go. And shut up. That's, That's all you got to say. Because everything else you say is not going to make sense to what you claim that you do for every other player when it comes to making these draft picks because these picks are so precious. You know what I mean? And I can't miss on no matter what position. One is so precious. I right. might find my diamond in the fifth round. I wasted it on a guy I knew was going to wind up getting kicked. Up. Come on. <laughs> I agree. Um, Shaquem Griffin um, announced his retirement. retirement. Uh, he's a young man that had played with one hand from um, Central Florida, I yep. want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping he could make it to his fifth year. I'm pretty sure it's, I was about it's to still ask, after does, five years you get benefits the, and everything. He only made it four seasons? He only made it four seasons. Okay. Um, oh, I, it, it is four seasons. They've changed it? Yeah. Okay. Four four seasons you get you get the pension. Okay. Good. That's why good. that's why that's why Tebow was on the Jaguars last year because he's technically only has credit for three. So your boy was, okay. your boy was so throwing re- him a solid. <laughs> well, that's boy, good. Uh, what's his name? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was throwing him a solid oh, for several reasons. For several reasons, so that he can get his retirement yeah. and you know his health benefits and everything, which seems to be a problem. Uh, who somebody was on Twitter complaining about they were trying to. Was it Wes Welker? I think he was complaining about he was trying to get something taken care of, and they were debating whether it happened during play. And then everybody on Twitter was showing how he was getting tattooed, coming across the middle. Like, how can you say well, you know, this un- injury wasn't due to your play? But at the same time, unfortunately, you got the guys, um, one of them played with the commanders. What's his name? Uh, the, the ring of the insurance fraud. Oh, um, Clinton Portis. Portis. Yeah, Portis right, and right. those guys just a couple years ago all got they tied in on the insurance right. fraud. So, I mean, no, granted, you, they, those guys 
like uh, Wes Welker. Should he get help? Absolutely, whatever. But I again, I'm not surprised that they got to they got to enter in their more information and send in, in and, another and, and every, another piece of paperwork. Every insurance company they don't want to pay. The with Wes Welker, he uh, posted an email he got saying that. Uh, the committee noted that Dr. Hussein Okuzi was unable to rate your various surgeries due to a lack of supportive documentation within your medical records. Specifically, there were no records reflecting that the surgeries were performed as a result of injuries sustained while playing in the NFL. Right. Like, <laughs> I can show you plenty of film. And then someone shows... it. sorry, Mr. Welker, we do not believe your injuries or surgeries are football related. <laughs> and they have the video of him <laughs> just getting, right. just getting exactly. cracked. But I, he <laughs> put his home address on there. That's <laughs> the crazy part. Like, what, what do you do? What have you been doing the last 10 years of your life? Play every Sunday. <laughs> I can show and, you how. And doing practice yeah. too. I get into uh, forty to fifty car accidents Actually, a, a, every a, Sunday. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of the Chiefs, uh, Lynn Dawson, Lynn Dawson passed away, eighty-seven years old, longtime Chief and uh, Pro Football Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. He won a, what two? Won two Super Bowls. He went to two. He won two, one. one. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, we got to give a congratulations to Hawaii for winning the Little League World Series over Curacao. Both teams have been there four years. I think Honolulu had been, Honolulu, Hawaii as a whole had been there four times. I think Honolulu had been there twice. Uh, they won. They dominated Little League World Six Series, dropped 60 points. <laughs> they beat their opponent 60-5, to five, and in the final game, it was 13-3. to three. So before... The championship game, they'd only given up two runs, but they were beating teams like 6 0, 11 2, you know, and, 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 uh, and little 7 league, 1. They call out after the fifth inning, seventh inning. If you're up by 10, 10 or more, yeah, which is what happened in this one. Mercy rule. Tap out. But Curacao, congratulations to them for making it. I, I wonder at some point, will they change it to where you just have all the teams there instead of having uh, international against the U.S.? I don't know. I mean, it was an interesting story about the Nicker Walker team in which uh, the families couldn't make it for, mm-hmm. you know, lack of funds. And, and, you know, obviously down there you also have, uh, you know, government upheaval. And so uh, Nicker, Nick, the American Nicaraguans went out and so American Nicaraguans. How do you say it? Nicaraguan Americans. There you go. <laughs> um, Flew in flew a lot in of them. And showed up, yeah. you know what I mean, to, to give support and whatnot. So, you know. I don't know. I think because you wind up having stories like that and things of that nature, I don't know if they'll just have everybody at one. They still got to make that money. You got to got to have make the money. Yeah, got it. PGA, you got to create the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> There's no narrative. Everybody that's, in the same building. That's why right? I need those WWE writers. Yeah. <laughs> Follow DNA Sports on Twitter. DNA Sports Meta. DNA Sports Instagram. DNA Sports Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Ah, we're gonna be on a little break. See y'all in two weeks. On WWE 1100 AM. Go Falcons. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100. 
iRadio now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where you bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.